HeroQuest is the best game ever made, and anyone who says otherwise is wrong. Hi, I'm BJ, and this is the Arcane Alienist Podcast. That was the bard that you heard at the uh, the beginning of the episode, not William Shakespeare. <laughs> this is a YouTuber. Uh, the channel is called Bardic Broadcast. He refers to himself as the bard online. Uh, he's got some great videos. They're always interesting and, and uh, oftentimes fairly humorous. Um, I believe he's from Australia. But, uh, of course, his most famous video is called Why HeroQuest is So Great. It's also known as the, the best thing about HeroQuest uh video. It's extremely funny. I've watched it, I don't know how many times in the last 2016, so about five years that it's been out, a little over five years, five and a half years. Um, sometimes I'll just go watch it when I'm bored because it's just so funny or the thought crosses my mind and I <laughs> it takes six minutes to watch it because it's a great video. Um, so go check that out. I'll put a link to that in the, uh, in the show description. Um, so what I've got is uh, we'll start with my initial unboxing of the the just the box it was shipped in uh and then we'll have a second segment where we go into more detail about the contents where i'll be joined by some friends so let's let's start with this first segment where i just took the thing out of the uh the box it was shipped in okay there's really no surprise as to what this box is um (laughs) uh on the upper end it's got a black you know, header all the way across, and on each each side it has the Hasbro logo and says toys, and then also on each each side of the box it says games, and there's a some kind of serial or product number. One pieces Hero Quest Mythic Avalon Hill. So I guess they're they're producing Hero Quest under the Avalon Hill. It's Hasbro, but they're they're using the Avalon Hill uh, name or brand. To, to publish Hero Quest under, uh, but even if even if uh, even if the the box didn't say what it was, I mean it's uh, got a FedEx label, and it was uh, it, it says from from Hasbro on the label. Also, I got an email alert when it shipped. I got an email alert when FedEx put it in or out. So there was no surprise when I showed up after work, and this was here. So. I'm going to do a, a Jason Carmody style unboxing just to put a smile on Jason's face. Uh, I'll, this box is, oh, 16 and three quarters long by 10 and a half wide by just, just shy. It's a it's about 13 and three quarters, maybe just a hair past tall. Just a brown, standard brown cardboard box other than the, uh, the print that I just described on it. Let me open it with the uh, seal with packing tape. I'm just, I just got a pair of scissors I'm going to open it with. I have a fancy, dedicated unboxing knife or anything like that. But I'm pretty adept at opening these kind of packages with a pair of scissors without damaging anything inside. Besides, is it really Hero Quest if it can be damaged by a mere mortal pair of kitchen scissors? I don't know. All right. 
quiero. Open the box. And we get another box. <laughs> More brown cardboard. Like a box and a box, like Russian nesting dolls. Let's open the package from the second box. And it looks like another box. I'll just that. that's what it is. This interior box outside of the shipping box. Turn it up on its side. Oh, here we go. Yeah, it's a box within a box. What do I got? I've got the regular Hero Quest box. This is, a, this is the game system, the core game system. Uh, it's not the long flat box of the old edition. This is a, a thicker, let's see what are the dimensions on this box. It is 16 wide, 16 by 12. And then it's depth or it's height, depending on how you want to call it, is five and a quarter inches. It has a new version of the traditional Hero Quest box art. This is not the Les Edwards uh, painting of the frame, but it is a, a rendition done by, I'll have to look up the, uh, the actual artist later. So it, it's more or less the same, uh, the same picture, well, more or less. Uh, one thing you, you'll note, I mean, you've got the barbarian, you've got the wizard, you've got a dwarf. Of course, the, their style has changed a little bit to probably reflect more of a contemporary style of fantasy artwork. If it's digital, it's good digital because it does look like a painting and not like something assembled in Photoshop from, from <laughs> other scraps of, of art. So it's a high, it's a very well done digital painting. Um, one thing you'll notice if you look at it is that the elf is a female. And I know, I, I believe, and we'll see if we, as we get into the actual contents, um, that the uh, they've done male and female versions of most of the... Uh, the miniatures um, and so you have the options with uh, with the four heroes and then like the zombies and the mummies and the orcs and stuff all come in male and female varieties but the standard four issue four heroes that come with this I guess if you're gonna buy this not as a backer but moving forward if they're gonna do more is the elf is now a female and then there was a uh, I think it was a bonus set of hero figures that we we're supposed to get and we'll see if we got them um, it gives you a, a male elf, but then a female dwarf, a female barbarian, and a female wizard. So, yeah, it's uh, comparing it to, I've got a little screenshot of the uh, the original here that compare it to. And it is, yeah, it's pretty much the same characters uh, from, the, from the original cover. They have, looks like they've moved... Nope, they're pretty much in the same place. Their poses, the barbarian's pose is more or less the same. The wizard's pose is more or less the same. But the uh, <coughs> uh, the dwarf and elf have slightly different poses, and the, the elf is up on the staircase behind uh, a couple steps instead of flat on the dungeon floor. Um, but I mean, it's not like you can't Google this and see the difference, <laughs> or go to the the, Has the Hasbro Pulse uh, website and see all the all the content that came with the so that's one box we've got our two uh, classic expansion sets again um, that 
updated artwork that looks similar to the uh, the art from the it's just a, re, a remake uh, a revision of the uh, original box art for Keller's Keep and Return of the Witch Lord the, the expansions or quest packs um, and these boxes are, are look like they're about the same size as the original uh, quest packs they're nine and a quarter by seven inches and then they're two and a quarter deep so, and then finally, we've got this nice looking uh, box. It's black, except that it's got the Hero Quest logo on it and the Barbarian on the, on the front. But, but it's just the Barbarian and the Hero Quest logo. It's not the rest of the, any art. And this is the Mythic Contents. Four Hero Miniatures, 18 Monster Miniatures, six White Combat Dice, 14 Game Cards, four Character Cards, Cardboard game tiles, three quest books, and heroic contents, which includes five miniatures and four cards. So um, this is the uh, this is the stuff that you got on the advanced mythic tier. If you back beyond just the uh, if you back beyond just the basic board game, you got the two quest packs and then the contents of this, which are uh, some additional heroes, um, some additional monsters, additional dice, and other quests, including. I believe a dragon. Yeah, the dragon is on the back. Um, the painting, the painting of the or a, a digital. That's probably is a digital image, but it's a very well done one. Again, it looks like a painting of, of the dragon on the back, which is a, one of the stretch goals. And this box is fourteen by ten by two inches deep. So, um, I'm going to stop here. I just wanted to record the unboxing of the actual boxes because I'm going to come back and I'm going to have a little bit of help as I actually go through the contents. All right, so this next segment uh, is going to be unboxing the actual contents. And uh, what I did is I went down to a local store where, where a friend of mine works um, and we did it there. So you will occasionally, this is me and, and Dave, who I've, who I've mentioned uh, several times in the podcast as uh, he and I kind of switch off as, as game masters with our, our gaming groups. Um, and then he, he has the Iron Seer website that I, that I frequently mention. He's also responsible for the, uh, the artwork, the cover art for the, for this podcast, um, th that I use. And, um, uh, so we're doing it in this store, and, and our friend Jerry is there, and he doesn't he he pipes in every now and then, <laughs> but he's also occasionally has to step away to uh, to wait on customers. So you'll hear like the cash register in the background and the ding of the store, the door to the store. But I don't think ever to the point that it disrupts where you can't hear me and Dave talking about the contents. But there are some places where I think maybe we aren't as descriptive as we could have been for what people may be curious to know about some of the content. So I will also intersperse this recording with uh, follow-up comments from me here and there just to, just to expand or clarify uh, what we were talking about. All right, here we go. Ready? Yeah. Okay, it's time to unbox the game. I'm here with Dave Bone. Greetings, Honored Master. Who, uh, who I have mentioned many times on the podcast. He, uh, he plays in our games. He runs games that I play in. He is the Iron Seer. Check out his ironseer.com website where he talks about more games, role-playing games, and puts accounts of all our exploits and all the games we play. 
<laughs> so, um, Hero Quest. Hero Quest, here we go. Here's the first box. And that is, you've got a new version of the, the, the art from the old one. This isn't the original Les Edwards, um, but it's more or less somebody else has come along and just done a new version of that same painting. Yeah, it looks digitally enhanced. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about it earlier. It, it's digital, but it's a good digital. You, mm -hmm. you can kind of glance at it and think it's a painting. And I've seen some pretty crappy digital art and even in professional stuff where you're like, that looks like clip art that people have just put, put together as a collage or something. Um, so. It's exciting. I know for a fact that, you know, it's, it's basically the exact same game that we used to have. Yeah, I want to look in here. I don't think the rules have changed. I think they've just updated kind of the artwork and the models. But can't call them chaos warriors anymore. Yeah, that's. Uh, I was just trying to get into that when we look at the models. The there's a couple things that have changed because of copyright issues. There you go. On the side too. Yeah. And do these little pieces of tape that hold the box a little on. You know, I've been painting some of those older figures oh. here recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are way better. <laughs> yeah. um, on the back, we've got a picture of the board. Yeah, the board looks pretty much like the old board. And some of the, the figures. you got the screen. Um, you got the cards. And, you know, the other thing that's changed is all the furniture and, and uh, um, doors and stuff are all plastic molded. They're not... Or resin, I guess. You know, I'll admit, I haven't looked at it at all. I opened it, made sure all my boxes were there, and then uh, nice back in the pile to get get to it eventually. All right, so what do we got here? Taking the lid off. We got a nice little. It must be our miniatures. Oh, it's like a little of plastic them. tray with a cardboard sleeve with all the miniatures. Sweet. So they're not gonna be banging around in there. And what I'm referring to there, if if uh, it wasn't clear, is in the in the box, you've got uh, a plastic tray, and it's not it's not hard plastic, but it's molded. It, it it's it's the size of uh, at least in the length and width, the size of uh, the the game box, and it's it's a black plastic molded. You know how when you get a, a miniature in a in a blister pack. You know, you got, the, you got the cardboard back and then the bubble or the, the clamshell that, that sits in, but then there'll be a back plastic molding that's sort of molded to the shape of the, the miniature so it doesn't bounce around inside the clamshell. Uh, that's what we're talking about. It, it's, it's a, I mean, you see these whenever you buy box sets of miniatures uh, or, a, or a, a figure sometimes where they've, they've got little, you know, they've just got little plastic molding where the, the things can rest in there and they're not rolling around in the box. That's what we've got for for the for the miniatures, but in, in, in it's not just that you've got this. I guess blister backing. I don't know what you'd call it, but then there's a cardboard sleeve um, that it goes that the tray slides into, and so you've got two of those. One that contains all the uh, the care the monsters and the heroes, and then a second one that contains the the dungeon dressing and. Uh, has a, a space for the cards and for the the, the pad of, of character sheets to do to keep track of heroes from quest to quest. So uh, and then and then of course the space for the space for the dice as well. Um, so that that's what was really cool about that is then then these two trays just sit into the box, uh, and then you can fold up the uh, fold up the uh, 
board and, and set it on top of them and, and put the, you know, the, the booklets and things, you know, don't go in the trays, but they, they sit snugly either underneath them or on top of them, depending or between them, even depending on how you put them in there. Uh, so I, th- I thought that was a nice addition for, uh, for storing these things. Um, you know, one, it kept them safe in shipping and two, it's just a good way to, to store them. Um, and so that, that's how these, uh, that's how these things come. You got uh, the gargoyle. So the gargoyle, which is actually a bloodthirster, but we can't call it that. You couldn't yeah. even call it that in the original game. Uh, satanic panic and whatnot. Yeah, the gargoyle. Um, Femir are now these things. Yeah, the 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 because um, we can't use Warhammer stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even you know this isn't even a resculpt of the Femir. This looks these look more like Kuatoa from D and D. I'll try to get one of these out of here without breaking it. Yeah. Um, yeah, they look like like kind of a humanoid piranha. Deep ones. Or yeah, or a deep one. Yeah. So yeah, Lovecraftian. What are the other ones? Lokatha. Yeah. The local. Yeah. Yeah. So it's one of those two. <laughs> Some amalgamation of those. Yeah. <laughs> um, your course. Now they're not chaos warriors. They're dread warriors. Mm. Uh, My favorites. He's got a, a version of the horned helmet. He's got a big flanged mace and uh, kind of a wicked-looking monster kind of sculpt <laughs> on his shield. And let's see. So we got four chaos warriors. We got three abominations, <laughs> fish people, a gargoyle. Um, Similar got, but not exact yeah. poses. Yeah. We've got orcs, and as I think I, I mentioned before, as I thought, we've got four orcs, and they're two males and two females. So they've, they've given, we've got some female figures in here. Hooray, diversity. Yeah. Um, same thing with the goblins. Two of the goblins are male, and two of them are female. Pop those out of there. I'm sorry, we got, we have six orcs. Um, Interesting looking goblins, they're kind of spindly. Yeah. There we go. Well, they have some design qualities from the Pathfinder stuff. Kind of, yeah. Um, of course, the orcs are uh, kind of our modern idea of orcs, have big, bulky brutes. Which I guess they always have been in Warhammer. D&D, you know, they started off as kind of actually not very, you know. They're kind of hunched over in Warhammer. Yeah. <laughs> these guys are standing up straight. Yeah, these are these are kind of your modern. Yeah, I guess there's a little stoop to their shoulders. Yeah, so you got two male orcs, one with a battle axe, one with a great sword, and then a female orc who's got a some version of a scimitar or a. Looks like one of the um, one of Saruman's choppers. Yeah, it's, it's probably cleaver. A cleaver or a, <laughs> or a one of those fancy. Uh, new ideas of what swords are yeah it's really just a big cleaver yeah i was thinking of uh what do you call the, the Fals- single falchion yeah um and then you got so you got those three skulls but there's two of each and then again you got three different goblins two males one female that one Maybe. actually has a cleaver <laughs> this one yeah has some kind of cleaver and the other male has a, a scimitar and uh, the female's got daggers, a dagger in each hand. Although they, for a minute I thought it was an arrow because they have kind of a 
diamond head point on the dagger. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, so you're you're, and then we've got. Oh, here's something else. I may I may be have misspoken. I guess there's another female sculpt of an orc. They're not all grouped together in the tray, so they're kind of <laughs> spread out. She's got a big two-handed flanged mace or morning star. Yeah. So, <laughs> so in all, I guess you've got eight orcs and six goblins in this tray, and they're green. So, so they're they're cast in green resin. So I guess we're calling the chaos sorcerer the dread sorcerer. Yeah, the chaos sorcerer is the dread sorcerer. Um, the gargoyle and the dread warriors in gray, is, as as is the dread sorcerer. Lay him out. Uh, yeah, he's just got a he looks kind of like a lich. He's got kind of a skull like face. More of a priest vestment. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got a big, big magic staff. I have got a bunch of 3D prints uh, that are homages to that old Chaos Sorcerer from the box. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll send some to you. They're really cool. Uh, mm -hmm. Got kind of a thing for that. It's, uh, it harkens back to the old stuff where, you know, in order to be a powerful sorcerer, you had to be a powerful warrior. This mm -hmm. guy's kind of, uh, kind of a new idea of what a leash is. Yeah. So we got four skeletons with, uh, just like in the old game, they're on the sides. Um, and then uh, we got two mummies. The mummies are uh, mummies. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got two zombies, um, but the zombies have swords and shields. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. So they're just they're probably just some kind of fallen warrior, I guess. There's, that's kind of cool. The sword and shield are both chipped and look like they're chipped and damaged with age. Um, and then we've got our dice. So we've got our two red movement dice. They're not wooden this time. <laughs> they aren't wooden. And then we've got... They don't have rounded edges either. We've got two, three, six of the attack dice with the, the skull and the chaos symbol or the, the bunny rabbit when you turn it upside down. Yeah, you down. can actually tell what it is this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the, uh, I can't remember what is the hero, the, this one's like a lion. Yeah, it's a lion. On a shield. It's always a lion, the good guys. Uh, and we got our heroes. Now these do look more like the original painting. That yeah, one does. The, the heroes are cast in, so the, so the undead are cast in white resin, and then the heroes are cast in red. Biggest difference here is the elf is a female. The, the um, oh, I don't want to let it go. <laughs> yeah, so you got a the dwarf, everybody's favorite with a with a big battle axe. Um, the wizard has his. Moon, moon tipped staff. The barbarian. Uh, yeah, it looks like, like the old pose. It definitely, I mean, it's definitely Conan. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, the elf in this thing is this. She's got a one handed sword. Uh, looks like she's also casting a spell. So. There was a story that came out in one of the Warhammer uh, magazines a while back. Describe that character, the Conan style guy. Mm -hmm. You know, back then it used to be fun, so the guy's name was Keanu the Reaver. <laughs> Keanu the Reaver. Yeah. <laughs> Kept that one for a while. 
Okay, so some additional comments there. Um, I wanted to make it clear that just like with, I think in the original box set, you've kind of got some pseudo factions going here that are coated by the, the type, the color of uh, plastic or, or resin that the, uh, the things are molded in. So the heroes are red. Um, the monstrous humanoids, which include the goblins, the orcs, and the abominations are green. The undead are white. And then the, uh, you know, the, the, I guess the, what used to be the chaos faction, but now would be the dread faction, uh, are in gray. And that includes, um, the, uh, the dread sorcerer, the dread warriors, and the gargoyle, uh, and later on, we're going to talk about a dragon uh, that, that is part of the expansion. And, uh, and the dragon is also, part, I, I guess, in gray. Um, so just for that. Also, uh, stupid me forgot that the, the, the shield with the lion on it, <laughs> on the attack dice, you got a skull. When, uh, whenever you, the hero rolls, they roll the attack dice, and every time they roll a skull, that's a hit. But then the monster rolls to defend, and if the little chaos symbol comes up, that means they—they—that's their shield. They've deflected a hit. Uh, versus when the monsters roll to attack, again a skull is a hit. But that that shield with the lion on it, when a hero rolls that, that means that the hero has uh, has defended and, and negated a hit. Um, so, yeah, just that's classic hero quest rules. Nothing new about that. But we don't talk a lot about the tiles. Coming up, we just kind of miss them. I think mentioned them in passing, but what they did include in some in some of those tiles are little skull tiles. So when you have the stronger monsters that take one more than one hit to kill, um, you can use those as counters for how many hits they've taken if you don't kill them on the first blow. So that's a handy little thing that, that you just kind of had to keep on on a scratch of paper in the uh, in the previous game. So it's, it's a nice little addition. So a little little modern. There's there's some tile tiles and tokens in there that are that are um, a little more have a little more modern sensibility. The other thing I don't think we mentioned is that in the original Hero Quest, the cards um, that describe each character are a square cardboard. They're not like a playing card. And what they've changed those to in this version of Hero Quest is it's it's a card that's the same size as as the cards for treasure and artifacts and and uh, equipment and things like, and spells, so that you um, you basically just just it just sits with your other cards that describe your character and their possessions, uh, and, and it, it's smaller, doesn't take up as much room. So that's uh, that's what that is there. Okay, back to the contents. Put these back in real quick, and we'll grip. There look like there's two or three trays in here, so we'll see yeah, what else we got. One of them's got to be the board tiles and such. Where did this come from? Yeah, I'll have to transfer these to an actual case. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out where they came from now. You can label them. <laughs> oh, I'll the goblins. You can edit this out, but man, they're all bigger. The dice are bigger. The box is bigger. It's, it's not as long. Well, how do we edit you out, Jimmy? Well, I didn't. <laughs> um, those are gorgeous, dude. What a nice box. Yeah, that's nice. I like the slide. Yeah, yeah, it'll keep things from. I mean, if that's all you had, if you this was the only game you had, might take you a to put it together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. But I mean, it's all until. 
It's all one thing. Yeah, that's cool. The box isn't flimsy. It really isn't. It's decent cards. It's not like standard going to war games nowadays, though. Yeah, that's so nice. I'm so glad they did this. All right, what do we got in the second tray? Furniture. Oh, yeah. And cards and character sheets. Wow. Oh, it's character sheets are So you got your pad same. of character. This is pretty much. It's twice as big, but they're exactly yeah, the same. Yeah, this is exactly <laughs> the same as the original. The cards are the same. They're probably a little higher quality made cards, but mm -hmm. it looks like they're going to be the same. The same. Okay. Uh, so this is cool. We've got um, one card for each of the four heroes that uh, describes their abilities. And then there's four cards to just describe what you can do on your turn as far as move then perform an action or perform an action then move, how you roll the, the movement dice, the and then the, the action options you have. Again, it's the same old game. Um, we've got a card for each type of monster. Higher um, quality art, bigger deck. Yeah, it's, it's got newer art and the, the cards are better quality, but what you'd expect. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, more temporarily, you know, board game quality. Cards. Oh, think about the tools they had in 87, 88. Yeah. Yep. Treasure cards. And the funny thing is, like, on the treasure, I mean, this looks like the original card. It's the same artwork from the old one. They still own all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but the back, you've got new artwork on the back uh, that we draw from. There's some artifacts. Uh, Boren's armor, the rod of telekinesis, elixir of life, fortune's longsword, orc's pane, the phantom blade. Ring of Return, Ring of Fortitude, Spell Ring, Spirit Blade, Talisman of Lore, Wand of Magic, a Wizard's Cloak, and a Wizard's Staff. So, again, the original stuff. Just there, where you got equipment cards. I think that's new. To just tell you. Oh yeah, this battle is axe, new. bracers, broadsword. Broadsword. I'm gonna use my broadsword. They put this on the on the top of the box or the inside of the top of the box. Uh, the armory and stuff in the old one. Yeah, that's that right. It was, like it was one, one of the inserts, I think. Yeah. Uh, Chainmail. Yeah, it's just all the different kinds of armor and weapons. That's actually that really gear. cool. That... Yeah. So you just hand these in. You, know, you just got a deck of your, your gear while you're playing the game. <laughs> then we've got our four art, you know, water, air, fire, and water uh, wizard spells. Oh, and there's a wandering monster. Oh, that's in the treasure deck. <laughs> yeah, treasure deck includes wandering monsters. So that's sometimes what happens when you search for treasure. And then the dread spells that belong to the, uh, they're no longer chaos spells, or the, of course the dread, dread sorcery were there, spells. There, were there chaos spells in the old one? They would have them for, yeah, for the, for the, oh, okay. for the chaos sorcery. Or the warlock, time. he was called the warlock in the- Nobody ever made it to the warlock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so some of them are identical to the wizard spells, and he's got a couple other ones that are more I think unique to him, but I noticed when we were playing, I don't think I ever mentioned this before on a, on the podcast, but we set this up in fantasy grounds. I got a, I had a, when I remember, I had a, I had a, got a, got a image of the board and you could put it in fantasy grounds and with the line of sight, you could actually block off the board and it looked like an actual maze or dungeon. Mm -hmm. um, you couldn't see around the corners and stuff. And uh, as I was kind of entering this stuff into to fantasy grounds and the kind of the basic tool set, I was like, you know, you could you could almost if you pulled out the cleric like spells and just gave them to the elf, you could basically just have a, a thief and a cleric instead of a dwarf and a and an elf. Yeah. If you want to do this more. That was right about the time of the Kickstarter, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and then we've got. Um, 
much higher quality on all yeah those yeah so you got all the old stuff that you, you you had some of these were plastic in the original one like the door frames except they had i think they had cardboard inserts if the door was closed mm -hmm. here it's just printed as part of the door for a closed door um i think all the wood furniture was just cardboard that you kind of folded together and taped yeah. or put together with tabs so again we've got your your bookshelves um torture rack the weapons rack tables you got rats in here what am i looking at right here what, okay those are the that's what those are they go on top of, yeah that's what yeah these are skulls that you put on the bookshelves <laughs> um, that's fun and then there's some, yeah. some i put rats. together a set of the old ones recently um, had extra rats i don't think it was rack. one set <laughs> yeah so you got all the old old i like this weapons rack it looks a lot more detail on more everything. More detailed, yeah. It's more solid too. I mean, those old cardboard ones—they're cool <coughs> for what they are. But like here recently in wargaming and stuff, we've had all these advancements on in plastics and even resin. I mean, you yeah. kind of would expect it to be that awesome. They look cool. These bookshelves are, have depth to them. That's really cool. Sixteen door portals and five closed doors. Looks like we got. Two bookshelves, unless this is a third one that's just turned around. In the, no, that's the armoire. That's the armoire, okay. Three treasure chests, a fireplace, a sarcophagus, the, uh, what is it? the wizard's Wizard table, table with an open spell book, a torture rack, two tables, a throne, weapons rack, and the alchemist's the alchemist table, yeah. table. And then we got four rats and uh, Three things, they're little, you got a- Skull sprues. Sprues, but they've got four skulls each, so I guess you have 12 skull, skulls all together. So I have a question. Are we still Zargon? Well, let's get, maybe we'll get the book and we'll see. <laughs> sure. That's kind of a silly question, but I, I want to know. Are we, are we talking about Morkar or, that's all, that's all GW property, right? What was the value of this set? This is $150. I sold a sealed box of HeroQuest for three fifty a few years ago. Plus, the, the original ones are hard to get. Dude, yeah, that's amazing. I think it was I think it was ninety nine ninety nine for the core. For the core, and, and the then mythic, we got it was fifty more dollars. And what happened with the mythic is probably worth a lot more because they kept hitting their stretch goals. You wound up with so much more stuff because of the stretch goals. But this size box for one hundred fifty dollars no, is amazing. This for one hundred fifty dollars. Dude, that's amazing. You know what these are? I don't know what's in there. Half the value. <laughs> Those are all the stretch goals. I yeah, I, you know what? I didn't even look at it. Uh, my my strategy with these Kickstarter or Kickstarter type hey. things is to pledge my money and then forget about it. <laughs> so here's the board. I think the board. I add a little bit of detail. So it's it's mostly the board you remember. There's an edge, a board edge. It's about three inches to the. Was that on the old board? I can't remember. No, it wasn't. Okay. The, the old board was just barely this part right here. Okay, so you got you got the class. It looks like they've added some pieces of rubble and some little bits of bone. And, and yeah, it's some, a new piece some blood splatters inside the rooms from, uh, from the old. So, sweet. All right. Somebody 3D printed one of these. <laughs> well, that's really cool, but man. <laughs> yeah. People love this game. All right, what do we got in this little packet here? These are bound with some mm, traps, might taper, but you've got your, all right, you've got your punch out tiles for the staircase, <laughs> the 
the places where you block off hallways. Let's still use that stairway tile in D and D. Yeah, <laughs> and then you got yeah some tra pit traps and these um, rocks fall traps. Rock rocks fall traps. <laughs> everybody dies, and uh, yeah. So these are traps. So those are new. The uh, grates. Yeah, the back of these some of these these stone walls look like grates. There's some also stairs straight down. Stairs straight down. So. Uh, we've got the, uh, the screen for the whoever's running the game, the, the game master. <laughs> and that's exactly as it used to be. Maybe we were smaller. I had to add a little bit of uh, disruption there uh, for a second. So this is a good time to point out that um, the tiles are double-sided. Um, but you've got falling block traps, um, pit traps, spear traps, and then you've got your block squares, just like you did in the old game, and the, the double block squares. But you, the, the flip side of the double block squares look like um, great, so I guess you could just use that as an alternative to a wall and just say it's a, a great um, that, that leads to somewhere else outside of the, the level of the dungeon or the, the area that you're, you're questing in at the, at the time. Um, You've got secret door tiles, uh, but the stairs, the classic, it, you know, it looks like a segment of a spiral stair. If you flip it over, it's straight stairs going up or down. So you have the option of how you want just how you want it to look, I guess, aesthetically. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to mention that about those tiles. So the uh, the screen has got the, the two flaps on the left and right are beveled on the bottom so that when you set the screen back, it leans back a little bit so it's less likely to tip over in the middle of the game, which I think is nice. It's got the chart with all the monster abilities. Yeah. It's got the uh, you know your basic rules. I wish the DM screens for D and D were this useful. <laughs> Typically, they got all kinds of crap on them. They're like, I don't need that. Where's the yeah? Where's the falling damage chart? You know. <laughs> Yeah, they could do something with the big four-panel ones where they bevel them on the ends. Yeah. Um, you got the rule book. Oh, well, also the again the, the artwork on the uh, the front of the, the. What do you call? It? Is it a keeper? Is it the dungeon? It used to be Zargon. Yeah, you're just or mentor or Zargon. Yeah. Um, mentor was the guy that sent you on the quest. But uh, it's this. It's again. It's a redo of the art. So it's it's the same characters. They've just redone the art. Um, to look like the new sculpts. It's way darker to give it more depth. A little darker, yeah. Uh, we have our rule book. So yeah, let's find out. Are we Zargon? Who, who are we? How Zargon sets up the game. There you go. So, so you are playing against Zargon, the Dread Sorcerer. Or, yeah, the Dread Sorcerer. Now. All right. Um, but it's the same. I mean, we've got updated art in here to depict, reflect the box art and the way the cards look. And But I mean, it's the same rules. Look like Ski from Magic the Gathering. <laughs> a glimpse into the world of Hero Quest. Welcome, my friends, to the world of Hero Quest. Ah, well, does that mean they're going to do the other ones? You know, we got with this Kickstarter. Or, or yeah, there's some other. Was. There's some other quest packs they didn't do here from the from the old game. So yeah, it's just rule book, and then we got the quest book. Start with the trial and then the rescue of Sir Ragnar. The trial, the rescue, rescue of Sir Ragnar, <laughs> the lair of the orc warlord, 
Prince Magnus's go. So this is all the, this uh, is all the original ones. All yeah. the original ones. That's awesome. Um, including the <laughs> <clears throat> blank map to build your own scenario, which, you know, according to the Bard, you put a mon <clears throat> it is the right and privilege of a HeroQuest owner to use this to put a monster in every single square. <laughs> Let me say right here a little more about the, the instruction manual and the quest book. Um, uh, the, the the rule book uh, again it has mentor on the cover who is the wizard who kind of gives you your quests uh, at the at the beginning of each scenario you get a briefing of of what your your quest is in that particular round of or, or, or that particular game of dungeon of hero quest and you're supposedly given it by this uh, this wizard named mentor who's uh he's got a big flowing white beard with braids and you know high collar Doctor Strange looking red cloak and uh, robes and this tome of magic and lore that he carries with him. Uh, and he's depicted on both the, uh, the cover of the, 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 the rule book and on the, the screen that the person running the game, the scenario is behind. Uh, the back of the rule book has another mentor along with the, the four heroes. Um, mentor is also on the back of the, the quest book that contains all the scenarios and of course the cover of the quest book is just the, the box art cover box art uh these books and this this is true the the rule book the quest book and then the quest books that come with the supplements um they're glossy paper um poster style paper uh uh they're kind of digest sized uh manuals but or, or zine sized um but uh, they're stitched, so so they're not stapled. They're stitched, so that's an extra added bit of quality in all of these that I was found really impressive. So again, great artwork, great quality paper. It's stitched um, for better durability. Um, so good for Hasbro on on those. Yeah. All right. So we got. The tape is put directly on the box, and it's not shrink wrap. I mean, that's kind of that's like one thing I complain about. Yeah. Production cost, dude. Yeah. Under one hundred fifty dollars is amazing. That's I'm gonna crazy. go back and double check that price. Uh -huh. I thought I thought it was. I thought it was more than that. Opened it, and worn out for I th maybe it was one hundred and fifty for the base box and more for the expand the mythic. So with Keller's, Keller's Keep, Keep, we have the quest book for Keller's Keep. Uh, includes the Alchemist Shop. There's going to be new items in here, but again, I think they're just, uh, they're the same things from the original Keller's Keep, just updated and different. You can arrange the board to be Keller's Keep. You've nice got tiles. some new tiles. Um, you've got an iron door, which is figures into those expansions. And another fancy door here. Fancy door. And then this came mostly with more, uh, Orcs, goblins, and uh, abominations. So I got three new abominations. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, nine more orcs. Is that right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight more orcs and six more goblins. So it's pretty much the same of the, of the green skins and abominations in the first box. Yeah, but that's a oh, lot. Yeah, of, that's on the back there. That's I a lot look of orcs. Back. So. Um, and then you got the cards you represent. Uh, let's see what we got here. Yeah, you got the uh, new equipment that, that's added in this expansion, a Venom Antidote, 
potions of restoration, potion of dexterity, potion of battle, spell scrolls, fire ring. Did you play much with the old expansions? Uh-uh, I've only ever played through the, played the original. So we just throw those in the deck and leave them? <laughs> or is it like only? I guess, I guess it's up to the to whoever's playing Zargon. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's got nice, uh, nice box art. Shows a, yeah, shows a dwarf fighting a couple of gargoyle and a couple of goblins are kind of flanking, coming in to flank him. Um, and there's some orcs in the background, so it's, it's a nice, there's a picture of Mentor on the back of the quest book. <laughs> uh, let me, just Is that Mentor or Zargon? Um, I think it's Mentor. The, I think Zargon's the red-robed guy with the skull face. Telephono, telephono. Oh, there goes your manual. Back <laughs> and then return, return of the Witch Lord. Did I put my knife back in my pocket or did I down? Those there it is. If you want oh, cool. Okay. Thanks. Bags. To I've got, I, I collect those bags like out of uh, every Star Wars expansion. I yeah. <laughs> I got a whole box of them at home. Too. I should have brought some with me. Uh, I've been putting bits in them, going through my Frostgrave boxes. There's hundreds of models set out. If I didn't have those little things, I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> I'd lose a lot of pieces of what I'd do. <laughs> okay, so Return of the Witch Lord. Again, we've got a quest book. That, there's, I think that's supposed to be Zargon, the Witch Lord, on the back of this book. Because I think the idea, I think this may have been the first expansion, and the idea mm -hmm. was you. Defeat Zargon in the first book and then in the first game, and then here here's an adventure where he returns. You got the cover art, which is on the quest book as well, where the barbarian is in chains and Zargon is sitting on a throne with surrounded by undead and his dread warriors. Again, more tiles. Um, it's like you Those got, are actually bigger, like uh, yeah, you got a, tiles. Yeah, you got a his throne tile for his throne room here. Some uh, sarcophagi. You know what I saw yesterday that I was really like uh, seized on? Uh, I haven't really keeping up with it, but you know Starfinder? Mm -hmm. They came out with uh, tile packs, like the old uh, Wizards ones. Yep. So they're in nice little boxes like this. Cool. And more magic items. Rabbit boots. Take <laughs> <laughs> uh, Boots jumping and climbing. Or yeah. <laughs> Some of these look like they're a repeat from, from the other expansion, but then you've got... Extra healing potions you know, right there. You know, armband of healing, dust of disappearance, a magical throwing dagger, rabbit boots. Hmm. Cool. And this uh, gives you more of all the undead models. Yeah, this is just a repeat of... you got, again, you got a stone door and an iron door. And then, looks like we've got eight... Eight uh, skeletons, four zombies, and four mummies. Easy peasy. Yeah, I think Keller's Keep is more of an expansion about fighting more of the monstrous humanoids, and this one is more about fighting the undead and confronting the Witch Lord again. Poor guy, always getting confronted out here. Lord of the Witches, that's all. Which Lord awaits your arrival? 
So those are the, the uh, these are going to be offered commercially, yeah? I hope so. I mean, I don't care. I got mine. <laughs> I hope so for everybody else. <laughs> yeah, so in Keller's Keep, the king is trapped in the forbidding recesses of Keller's Keep. And so you have to go get him and fight through orcs and abominations and goblins. And for the return of the witch lord, the witch lord survived the great battle. So from the first game, from the original box, you know, game. And so you're going to go to his house, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> So this is what I'm interested in because I, I, like I said, I did not keep up with any of this. Uh, I know Terry had been, where's, where's the hero quest? Where's the hero quest? You know, every like week basically. And I put it out of my mind. Didn't even look at the stretch goals ever. Oh, you didn't? No, uh, I have no idea what's in that box. <laughs> it showed up on my door, dude. I gave him the money and then like, I never heard about it again really or thought about it until it showed up at the door. <laughs> That's the best way to go into those. Uh, this was Hasbro Pulse, but Kickstarter or whatever, you know, people will like agonize over it. Yeah, I'm gonna look this up real quick. And so, to, to save you a lot of dead air of me googling something on my phone, <laughs> the price on on Hasbro Pulse to to back this was ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents for the core box set, uh, and then. For an additional fifty dollars, so a total of one forty nine ninety nine, you got the two expansions, which included uh, Keller's Keep and the the um, the Return of the Witch Lord. Sorry, I'm fumbling with the box to look at. Yeah, Return of the Witch Lord. I think I also have been erroneously equating the Witch Lord, who is looks like he's kind of a lich type figure, with Zargon, who's the evil sorcerer, who's kind of behind the whole um, forces of, of evil or chaos in this game. Um, they're not the same person. The Witch Lord is just a, a servant of Zargon. He's part of the undead grouping of, of enemies. Um, so the the hundred dollars got you the, the core box set, and then another fifty dollars got you the um, the expansions along with the uh, the alternate versions of the the heroes, the four heroes. Um, and then I think if you back it at any level, you get all the stretch goals, but, uh, which we're about to get into the, the, the stretch goal content here in a second, but I wanted to clarify those couple of things when Dave said, this is what I've been waiting for. He's, he's pointing to the box that's got all the stretch goal content. They, they, they made it, they didn't, they failed one stretch goal, which is this dragon. And then they got so close. Once they went to print, they're like, yeah, we're just gonna throw in the dragon. Yeah, might as well. Uh, it was like maybe 15 or 20 bucks for shipping. That's worth every penny of it. Yeah. So this is a nice black box. It's only got the Barbarian and the Hero Quest logo. It says we got four hero miniatures, 18 monsters, six white combat dice, 14 game cards, four character cards, cardboard game tiles, three quest books, and heroic contents, five wow. miniatures and four cards. There's so, more, there's different heroes? Yeah, there's a bard, a druid, and a something else. I can't remember what it is. We've got female versions. <laughs> so uh, here's some more tiles, which I think probably would only room make tiles. sense if we read the... Uh, yeah, there's a room tile with some green, slimy... Acid fall. Acid or something. Um, it looks like an entangle, some kind of like, like an entangle spell, like some kind of thorn vines. Yeah. I bet it's a, like a hazard or something. Spirit Queen's Torment. Nice. Yeah, so these, these quests are the Spirit Queen's Torment... That looks like a banshee of some kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whoa. Okay, so so <laughs> this is written by 
Tia Sabadia. And then you've got uh, The Prophecy of Telor by Stephen Baker. I don't know what this involves. <laughs> An elf, it looks like. <laughs> it, looks, it looks like some kind of elf or wizard or something. But the one that they, they the stretch goal they didn't make, but then they decided you know, is this is The Crypt of Perpetual Darkness by Joe Mangeliano. Yeah, so and, that's, know. he probably covered the last bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, so that's that's the one that includes, at least some of the scenarios in here must include the dragon. Very cool. Okay, so we got. Oh, we got the Witch Lord. I sees him. <clears throat> We've got a yeah, knife open. There's one other sealed box in here. Another box. This is a little one. I think this is the alternate sculpts for all the heroes. Well, here, the red ones are the heroes, right? Yeah, the so alternates. Eh. I mean, <laughs> so we've got these alternate sculpts for the heroes. So these are new. These are all new sculpts right here. Well, yeah, and this this has got, of course, if you want to do the classic four, this is where the male elf is, I think, in this box. This little box here. Ah. Sounds. Here goes the cards. Right um, so you've got a male, the male version of the elf. The, oh, which is pretty. I mean, these identical pose. You've got a female barbarian. You've got that's cool. Uh, a female dwarf and a female wizard, and then you've got Sir Ragnar, so bare, Ragnar. barefoot and in ragged clothes, and holding a torch for you. <laughs> <laughs> so you rescue Sir Ragnar in one of the early quests, and then. You've got stats for him, I guess, if you want to. That's cool. Is there a fifth card in there for him, or is it just those four? Nah, he, he doesn't get a card. He's uh, He just limps along. Yeah, so you, <laughs> you can put Sir Ragnar to follow the, the party around after you rescue him. Those are cool. So that's the Witch Lord. So you've got the Mentor? Witch Lord. Yeah, you've got Mentor. Or is I guess that's Sark. Yeah, that is Mentor. Know. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know, before you you just used a dread sorcerer to stand in for Zargon when you finally yeah. I mean, you, you used him to stand in for Sir Ragnar too. Yeah. <laughs> so here we've got a separate sculpt where he's got a little more detail. But you got a bard who is, I think, supposed to be a half orc. <laughs> That's cool. You, that are you can the use bard. as a hero. You got a warlock. It looks like a Halfling? a halfling. Yeah. Or is she barefoot? Is she a halfling or a gnome? He yeah. looks like the wizard from the old Dungeon Master Guide. Yeah. Then you got a uh, druid hero. Here's the bard. <laughs> That's cool. Here's a... His hat is druid. off the chain. Yeah. How do I compare thee to a Daka? <laughs> For thou art loudly. <laughs> and more bold. And then you got this little hot. That's pretty good. Yeah, I would say based on her height, that's supposed to be a gnome or a halfling for the warlock. Let's look at these. Let's see what these guys do. The bard, two attack dice, two defense dice, starting points. I'm sure I'm sure we'd have to read through the special rules for them. You're wearing non-metal and cease. You prefer to stay light on your feet, so when you're wearing non-metal armor. And not carrying shield, you get an extra defense die. Mm, extra bonus. I mean, obviously, these aren't going to go into the kind of detail you would get in a role-playing game. But... That's why we're playing the hero quest. <laughs> <laughs> the warlock. Um, warlock. Magical artillerist who has bonded with a sinister creature. Allowing you to assume its wing form. Do we have a miniature for that? Is that it? 
I think that's a bonus gargoyle. Bonus gargoyle. Yeah. Uh, let your allies protect you while you deal damage from a heart. Counts as a wizard hero in terms of which weapons, artifacts. So it's just another way to play a wizard. And then a druid, a woodland guardian, healer. Your powerful physical combat while using your shapeshift spell. But you can be weak when your resources are depleted. The druid hero may not wear any metal armor. Is there a rules packet in there somewhere? I saw him look if there's in these, maybe in these cards somewhere. Here's a wizard. This is a mentor, but mm. he can you can play him as a wizard. He's just another way to play the wizard. Um, and then we've got some druid, druids have their own spells here. Here we go. And warlocks. Druids and warlocks have their own spells. Oh, that solves the problem. Then. And bards. Okay. I just, they, get, they get their deck or whatever, and that's that. Four spells, three spells. Yeah, it looks like they get nothing. Now they're all screwed up. Oh, they have a lot of body points. Or at least everybody but the Warlock does. <laughs> okay, there we go. You got the three Druid spells, three Bard spells, and three Warlock spells. Thematically, though, I mean, if you're a Warlock, I mean, Demon Form, Fear, Dark Wings. So these are a little more creepy witch-like spells, I guess. What am I supposed to be looking at right here? Demon form. Uh, it's just some kind of thing with eyes all over it. Okay, that's what I thought. It's like a sandworm or something. The bard gets a lullaby, which I guess is probably sleep. Inspiring tale. Healing, healing song. Yeah. And no, uh, what they call it, uh, scathing rebuke or whatever. The oh, vicious mockery. Vicious mockery. <laughs> <laughs> and then the druid has shapeshift. Pixie con is conjures with Pixie that can do can restore two body points to a hero, so it's a healing spell. And Life Force also is a healing spell. All right, the equipment we've got a, a wand, a dagger, and a rapier. So cool. All right. So that's nice. And this new. This is actually way better than recording at the game spot. You know what I mean? And we do that on video. A dragon spear and the crown of shadows are the artifacts for this. Dragon bonus. spear. I imagine they go with the the quest books for the dragon and the probably one of these. Isn't that cool? <laughs> that looks like that drawing that I've kept on my computer for a long time. <laughs> the orc singing the well. Uh, Lullabies and playing his uh, loot. All right, so what miniatures do we have here in our stretch goals, other than the heroes? All we've, got, spells, uh, like. we've got an extra gargoyle. We got this dragon, which is perched on a top of a column. I could fit it in one square without doing that. Virag. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Virag. Yeah. Named gargoyle. The one at the front. That's the, the boss of the first one. Yep. We've got um, two more goblins with, a, with an alternate sculpt. They've got little... Feral goblins, looks like. Yeah, it is. They're like Wolverine-style claws. You can strap one to your forearms. Female. Yeah, these are females. We've got two orcs, male orcs, armed with mauls. 
It's all gender swapped. <laughs> The, and then we've got two more uh, abominations with a different kind of a. These look. A little, I wonder if these are a little more powerful than the other ones. These have a different pro, pose, and it looks like they got tentacles all down their back. So. And the other ones might too. I just didn't notice that. Looks like Vic from Megadeth. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've got an, we've got an alternate dread sorcerer, which I, I assume is going to be a female sculpt. Yeah, I think I think that she's a little slimmer cool. and curvier. Very Egyptian, is that kind of? Yeah, she does kind of look like a an Egyptian. Uh, and then we've got here we've got a couple of zombies, and these are female zombies, and they're armed with kukris. Ooh. And then two mummies that are female. Female mummies. Don't want to let it go. What are those up there? Skeletons? Two more skeletons. Shield skeletons. They've got big shields and long swords. <laughs> the sword goes over the base. It's cool. You don't they're, see kind of He's kind of dragging it behind him. Yeah. You don't see them uh, doing that kind of stuff often. That thing's yeah. already put together, you know. And then two <clears throat> two more alternate chaos warriors. That look, they look, they got He-Man's sword. Yeah. <laughs> Swords like He-Man's sword. It is. It is. It's the power sword. Is that what the other ones look like? They no, they were, uh, they had, you know, you, know, you asked. They had them. a different pose. Yeah. Different helmets. I don't even think they had swords. They, I know they had the same shields, but I think, yeah, they had different poses. And, um, Super cool, man. I am, I'm excited about this. I get to play Hero Quest again, man. A few clarifications on the, uh, the expansion set. So, uh, the three quest books you've got the spirit queen's torment um and for the spirits queen torment spirit spirit queen's torment uh, the setup is uh, you're introduced to savannah an elven sage who is a an associate of mentor who's normally your quest giver um there's uh, she says there's news that may bring ruin to the realm i'm not going to read all this but basically um you're being sent into a tomb to uh, to uh, see what's going on. Again, Zargon and his forces are up to no good. Um, so that that's uh, you're, she's sending you into a a tomb of a of this this uh. Elven Sage's former apprentice. Um, looks like maybe an undead-themed uh, quest. The uh, Prophecy of Taylor by Stephen Baker. That first one was by Teos Abadia. hope I'm saying that right. The Prophecy of Taylor is... Uh, um, mentor sending you to... Uh, To um, you, you in a previous quest early on, you'd recovered a, a talisman in one of the per previous quests. He's been researching it, and um, I send you to, to explore a a tower. Um, it's not real clear from these brief summaries. I, if you read, if I read the whole quest book, I'm sure it would jump out as to who the Spirit Queen is and who Taylor is. They're not really those characters, not mentioned by name in the on the first 
page that summarizes where you're going. Um, and same with the Crypt of the, the Perpetual Darkness by Joe Mangeliano. I don't, you have to read through a lot of this to, um, it says your hometown is being occupied by the forces of Zargon. Um, this does mention that a gnome shows up. Uh, it shows you a map he came into possession of to help you find a legendary artifact, probably so you can slay the dragon, I'm assuming. Um, so it may be that this bard character is meant to be a gnome and not a halfling. Um, what you've got, I'm, I'm going to... Anybody who's familiar with HeroQuest and, and probably what sparked interest in this was familiar with some of these original heroes. But um, So you've got a druid. Uh, looks to be a human being. Um, but her hair is, I mean, let's see if I can get a clear shot of her ear. It's not pointed, so I think this is supposed to be a human. Uh, she's got a staff, and she's wearing a, um, just kind of some bare, you know, primitive-looking, uh, you know, her skirt's made out of uh, large fern leaves, and um, looks like she probably lives in the wilderness or jungle, uh, and has got a wooden staff. Uh, you can tell that these three characters, the 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 druid, the bard, and the uh, warlock, are, are really D and D inspired. Uh, the druid has three spells. They each have three spells, but unlike which is fewer than the other spellcasting uh, heroes. But each one of one of their one of the spells for each of them recharges. So uh, the druid has a life force, which is a healing spell. Um. A pixie, where you summon a pixie. The pixie restores two body points to one hero, but also reveals any traps or secret doors in the location. Uh, and then shapeshift, um, where you, you shapeshift. Um, and then uh, if you, you get damaged, the spell ends, but you regain the spell if you ever heal your, your body points, which is effectively your hit points back up to full. So that, so that spell can be recharged. Um, the, uh, the warlock, um, and the druid starting weapon is a dagger. The warlock is, um, got pointed ears, so I guess it depends on, you know, <laughs> again, it's kind of ambiguous as to whether this is actually a gnome or a halfling. I think it's probably a halfling, <clears throat> but the warlock starting weapon is a wand, which looks like just a shard of crystal. Uh, it gives you one gives you two attack dice against any monster you can see. It can be used only by the warlock, um, so it has a special weapon. Uh, the, the 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 artwork and the the miniature depicts a uh, a shorter, pointy-eared figure uh, in a kind of a uh, kind of a Roma Romani style. Um, kind of flowing dress with a flowing skirt and uh, um, jewelry, bracelets. And um, one hand is a little bit on the sculpt, kind of deformed, I think. It's enlarged and deformed. I think it's supposed to depict her, her casting a spell or maybe one of these transformations. And then she's got her wand in the, in the offhand. Um, and has kind of a, kind of a impish, mischievous grin. Um, uh, so she's got the wand, and then her three spells are uh, fear, which, um, you know, makes monsters afraid. Dark wings, 
which um, casts a spell on an enemy's turn after you've suffered, reduced that damage to zero and move instantly to an unoccupied square. So it basically you get to to fly across the uh, the room, and then demon form. Uh, the warlock ignores pit traps and may roll one extra combat die each time they attack until the spell is broken. The spell is broken when they suffer damage, but they regain this spell when they reduce a monster to zero. So you kill a monster, you get this demon form back. So uh, kind of sticks with that creepy warlock theme that, that you get in D and D, where even for a even for a magic user, they're they're really kind of spooky and unnerving to be around. The bard is clearly meant to be, I think, a half orc. Um, because he's a little, he's not quite as brutish looking as the uh, the orc sculpts, and he's he's dressed more or less like a pirate. He's even got his he's even kind of got the Captain Morgan. Well, he's got one leg propped up on a little treasure chest, but he's got one his uh, left hand is planted on his chest, and his his right hand his arm is kind of outstretched and kind of pointing down, like someone in center stage would be when they're singing in a in a in a musical. But he's wearing trousers and. Uh, belt top boots and a a vest and he's got a rapier and he's got a loot strapped across his back and he's got a he's got a I, I don't know if it's a pirate hat it looks more like one of the three musketeers hats with an ostrich feather plume on the, on the side um and actually in the the picture of him on his card he though he's got an anchor tattoo on one of his uh upper arm so maybe he is also supposed to be kind of a pirate um so yeah, he's a but in, in in the picture of him that's in color, so <laughs> well, he's got a tentacle kind of in the background. Maybe that's supposed to be like a kraken or something. Maybe he is supposed to be a pirate as well as a bard. Um, but he's got inspire. His three spells are inspiring tales, um, to boost another hero, lullaby put put enemies to sleep, healing song, um, store restores hit points, um. And let's see, which one of these recharges? You regain the inspiring tale when a hero you can see other than yourself rolls defense and gets two white shields. So, again, kind of sticking with the bard's theme of, of buffing uh, employees. And then the, the expansion comes with this card for a rapier, which is the bard's starting weapon, to attack dice and can be used to attack diagonally, which is something... Uh, uh, most weapons cannot do. So you got a kind of this swashbuckling uh, um, barb figure here, um, which is pretty cool. So those are the those are the expansion contests. Also, you've got as I mentioned in there, we mentioned there's a there's a wizard card that's got mentor on it, and a mentor figure, a red mentor figure, where he's got these long flowing robes. He's got his book of magic lore, big beard with braided mustaches. Um, but uh, that just gives you the option. There's nothing special about him other than it's just mentor's figure. You, you use all the other rules for, for, for playing a wizard like you would with the, the core uh, miniatures. And then the, the, the Witch Lord miniature has got these long flowing robes and a horned helmet. Um, obviously, he's an undead. He's white like the other undead are cast in. Um, even though on the box art, his, his, his robes are colored. I think they're red. And then he's got this staff that uh, has a a bat kind of stylized bat on the, on, on top. Uh, so I just wanted to clarify kind of the contents that, that maybe weren't clear from our descriptions. 
uh, in the in the unboxing on the the expansion contents. Anyway, that is everything I think for um, for this new hero quest. Like I said, we've said all along, it's it's the uh, it's not a new game. It's it's a game. Um, it's the same rule. I mean, it's new in the sense that you've got three new um, three new types of heroes you can play through the expansion if if you got the expansion. But it's not a it's not a completely uh, they haven't changed the core rules, particularly if you just have the, the core box set. So, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to playing this. Dave asked me uh, when we finished recording if I, I was going to try to paint these miniatures. And I thought, you know, I don't know if I want to or not. I would love to have an exact second, a complete second set of all of these to paint. Uh, but I kind of like the fact... Now I might paint the heroes... But I kind of like the fact that you can kind of tell something about the monster by the by the color of the the resin that it's been cast in. Or I say cast. I imagine these may have been. I don't know if these were cast or if they were three D printed. But um, I kind of like that. So I, I don't want to, you know. But then again, they're such cool minis, and they're just uh, some, some. They're kind of begging to be <laughs> fleshed out and colored. So I'll have to think long and hard about what I want to do with that. Anyway. Uh, if you've listened this long, thank you. I know this is a, a pretty long episode, and it, I'm bouncing back and forth between um, two different sessions of recording here. So uh, I want to thank Dave and Jerry for participating in the unboxing. Be sure to check out ironseer.com, Dave's website, and uh, check out the Bard's video on why HeroQuest is so great. Also, you can find the, the commercials for HeroQuest are pretty cool. Um, there's a, an American version and a UK version, so it's, it's virtually the same script with the same narration, and the two boys playing the game have the same lines. Um, a lot of people like to, to laugh at the way the, the British kid says uh, broadsword. I actually think that the two boys, even though they're different boys in the British commercial, are not British. I think they may be American, and they've been coached on how to do something akin to a British accent. But I know the UK commercial, Christopher Lee is the narrator who describes the game as they're playing. So uh, it's, it's worth it just to hear the the late, great Christopher Lee, who, uh, man, is there anything that guy didn't do? He's one of the most interesting and amazing <laughs> human beings to ever live. Anyway, um, all right, well, I'm going to get out of here. Everybody take care out there, and thanks for listening. And that's why Hero Quest is so great. And that's it for this episode of The Arcane Alienist. I want to thank Dave Bone for the cover art that I use for the episodes. Check out ironseer.com. And the music is Come and Get It by Scott Holmes Music. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, give me a call sometime through the Anchor app or at the Anchor website. And I'll be back in the future with another episode.